Welcome back after a uh, delay, a couple weeks, in the 1993 podcast series as we are talking fantasy booking October 93. Fed's going towards the Survivor Series. Where's that at? Boston. There we go. Boston Garden? Was the garden still around then? I think it was. I think it was. If not, it is now. If not, it's, it's fantasy the, booking. If that's the new garden, did they just replace it with a new one? TD Garden. TD Ameritrade. They're on the Boston Harbor. It's a Boston <laughs> Garden. Fuck it. And I'm heading towards... I don't know! I just blanked out. Pull a Lex Luger. Halloween Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl Sa- Halloween Halloween Saturday? Yeah. I don't know! Uh, in New Orleans, uh, as Jesse Ventura said on the real broadcast, uh, he was the most famous gynecologist in New Orleans. That's what he dressed up as for uh, Halloween Havoc. What a... Yeah. PG-friendly joke there. Was that better than Shivani's outfit, though? Well, you know, it happens. <laughs> Is he dressed up as Jesse the Body Ventura? I was talking about the CGI. Oh, yeah, the opening, yes, where he uh, transformed into the monster. It looked like it was from a 1950s Twilight Zone episode in 93. Uh, it probably was. It Turner pushed. Broadcasting. There we go. So we're rocking and rolling. We're heading towards uh, Survivor Series here in the Fed. What are they doing? Well... Brother, here's the thing, dude. Because here, here's, here's what's going to happen, dude. So I already booked it, Vince. And, and you don't even need to come in, dude, because I, I already booked the show. So um, on Raw, brother, we're, we're going to have uh, Hulk Hogan and, and, and Brood Eye, brother Brood Eye Beefcake, dude. We're going to face uh, Bret Hart and, and Owen Hart and, and, and Bruce Hart and Stu Hart and, and Diana Hart. And who else is there? Martha? Martha Hart? Hart Hart. Uh, uh, Smith, Dean, Smith Hart. It, Which one's the dead one? Yeah, it's, 34 of them? I don't, I don't know. Dean? Uh, Dean? Uh, all Dean. of them. Yeah. We're, we're going to get him uh, the anvil in there too, dude. And we're going to go over all of them. And it's going to be for, for, for the title. So uh, I've got the title, dude. Well... I'll see you guys next month. <laughs> there you go. That's the only that's the only thing Hogan put down on his booking program. It's just that four times on Raw. It's just recap after it. Yeah, yeah. Playing it on replay. Just keep replaying it with Hogan promos in between. There we go. That's that's the month. Yeah. And WCW. No. <laughs> Why are they playing the same thing on WCW TV? Dude, I mean Turner, dude, I know you like I'm not on your roster or anything, dude, but I think I need to go over in, in WCW also. Because uh, Thunder in Paradise, dude, is a big hit. And uh, I, I need to get the ratings and, and I need to get my heat back. <laughs> there we well, go. Well, we'll see you in, we'll see you in November. <laughs> and we're kicking off October with a little bit of a recap of, if you recall from a long time ago, we had the Double Juice Brawl between The Undertaker and The Night Stalker. Yes, we did. Double Juice, first table spots. They're going to be out selling this for a little while because this is its first time in the Fed. It's first time national, so they're going to be they're out for October. Yeah, just there's they they. That's what you do in '93. Yeah, they earned a vacation. Yeah, coming back from vacation, we got the Harlem Knights coming through, be squashing the Bushwhackers, just getting them back on TV. Poor Bushwhackers. Yeah, sucks to be them. I mean, it's a literal squash nat- match when. Uh, you got big viscera in the ring. Yeah, and pretty big mo. Yeah. And Brett's in the back, hyping up a match that he's going to have later against Jeff Jarrett. World title match. Okay. Well, he gets a phone call about his, about an emergency, and he leaves. 
So Owen's right there. He's like, all right, I'll take on Jeff Jarrett tonight. Because Brett's gone out of the building. Speaking of Bruce, I wrote down Bruce Hart arrives. There we go. <laughs> Bruce Hart never found a camera he didn't love. And uh, he arrives, and uh, after Owen says what happens with Brett, <clears throat> Owen walks away, and then there's a loud bang, and the camera cuts away. Hmm. And so, just so I can set this in my mind right, Owen and Bruce are on camera. Yes. Loud bang while they're on camera. No, Owen's walking away, and then there's a bang. Oh, okay. It's, so, so, it's like... So, only Bruce is in camera. Yeah. Or, no, it's panning with Owen, then there's a bang. Oh, okay. So, okay. we don't know if... We don't know who it was. Got yeah. it. Okay. Uh, we don't know! We don't know! What we do know is the Quebecers make their debut. I said that, French. Debut. Debut. With Ray Rougeau, of course, as the manager. I love it. And Jacques and PCO as a tag team. I, mean, I don't know why they didn't do that in real life. That just that makes sense. Hey, well, I think it's because Ray uh, didn't want to be on all the shows. Ray he, was a backstage interviewer on all the shows. Was he? I thought he just did pay pay per views. Oh, uh, I remember. I'm on like Superstars okay. and Challenge and I'll, stuff. I I'll think he did. I, did I think he did the Cindy's. I'll take. Your that's word when. For oh, it. that's when Dink debuted. It was with the Ray Rougeau. So okay. yeah, he did some Cindy's. There you go. And uh, makes a challenge to those uh, Yankee Doodles, the Steiners. Because, you know, it's 93, and that's an insult. And we have an IC title match in two weeks. It's Razor taking on Yoko. That is made official. Could be fun. What isn't fun is what is happening to Bob Backlund right now because Papa Shango has him under his control due to a voodoo doll. Oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three weeks. That's, so I definitely, some, that's definitely some 1993 <clears throat> Fed stuff right yes. there. He controls Backlund, make him do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Basically, it's like mind control kind of deal. Yeah. Points at a ring, ring tech, where his arm gets broken by the crossface. Chicken wing, putting the chicken wing oh. over. So we have basically insane Backlund, but he's controlled by Papa Shang. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Let's do it. And uh, one, two, three, kid makes a save because remember Cassidy's okay. out. Yep. With that broken arm. You know, I haven't seen this guy around in a while. Lex Luger had just a vignette reminding him what's happening. Former number one contender. He's, Luger's had a pretty big year this year, actually. Has he dropped Narcissus yet? No, he's still here. Okay. No, he's still here. Okay. He's not, you know, USA. Yeah, because it's, it's been... I, we haven't seen him since SummerSlam, have he's, we? Yeah, he's been on the Cindy's. He's been okay. down a little while, but... No worries. I was trying to... He's coming back. Trying to refresh my memory after three weeks. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute to find these notes in my phone. And our main event is Owen taking on Jeff Jarrett, which Matt high risk and Memphis style. This goes two commercial breaks. This is getting fifteen. So Owen wasn't the one that got hit. No, we know that. Owen eventually he breaks out of the figure four. Owen starts his comeback, getting ready for the high cross. Hogan drags out a bloody Bruce Hart. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Owen loses via count out to go save his brother. Mm, brother. I love it. It's flesh and blood, brother, and, not and, his and brother, my, brother. And my favorite part is that Bruce Hart came in just to work a program with Hogan. Because he's a top guy. That's something Bruce Hart would do, too. Something Bruce Hart would say. <laughs> they brought me in to work with Hogan, but it just didn't make TV, and, and then they cut it, and it, uh, backstage politics kept me out, yeah. you know. My, lo- you know. The, my lousy brother, Brett. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, Brett took my program with Hogan. I was going to go with po- Hogan for the title at Survivor Series, but, you know, Brett took it. Because he does that. He's a greedy, selfish bastard. Just ask Shawn Michaels. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> and heading into week two here on Monday Night Raw, 
If you recall, Kevin Nash is with Shawn Michaels, and they are double-teaming the Macho Man as the show comes on the air. Shawn and Macho still feuding. But Mr. Perfect makes the save. Ooh. Hmm. Who needed to be saved was this jobber that got destroyed by Taz. Remember, Taz oh, is with yeah. Cornette. I Cornette do remember that. needed a New Yorker, so why not Taz? And he's still waiting to get Marty Jannetty in the ring, which... Taz and Marty Jannetty, I, that's I can get behind that. That sounds fun. I can get behind that. No, Cornette's cutting a promo, hyping up his guys, which is Taz and all three of the Heavenly Bodies, Sweet Stan, Dr. Tom, and the Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey. I love it. And uh, a challenge is made for a six-man with smoking guns and an odd tag team partner by the name of Tatanka, you know. <laughs> hey, they're all Americans, cowboys and Indians. <laughs> That's what I was said. Oddly enough, Tatanka comes out there with them. There we go. Uh, makes a challenge for a six-man tag team match in a couple of weeks. So that actually sounds like a fun six-man tag. We got the Heavenly stuff. Bodies against the Guns and Tatanka. And we get a Steiners highlight package next. Remember, Steiners are still the tag team champions. Yep. Brad is the world champion, and Yoko is the IC champion, by the way, for a refresher. And, uh, Dude, Hogan's actually the world champion. Hogan's actually all of the champions. Yes, there you go. <laughs> this includes WCW. Yes, con- contractually obligated. <laughs> it's my claws, dude. Yep. The Steiner's highlight package, it gets interrupted by the Quebecers singing the Canadian National Anthem, of course in French. Yes. It has to be in French. But, of course, it starts, you know, with Montreal to Memphis. Then it fades into the Canadian National Anthem because Montreal to Memphis might be a top five theme song of all time. I love that song. I, that song is great. And I love that they talk shit in French, but in English it sounds like they're baby faces. I know. It's beautiful. It's brilliant stuff. Yeah. That's a top five theme. Yes. You have the Jimmy Hart 80s synth magic plus the heel shtick. It's it's perfect. I mean, they listen to Barry Manilow. Exactly. All they listen to. Is all they listen to. They don't like heavy metal and they don't like rock and roll. (laughs) We have the IC title match up next. Both guys actually bumping and selling, which I can believe that. Making each other look good. You get the, since Reigns is a big guy, you get the uh, the shoulder block spots, the rocking back and forth spots with the right hands and stuff like that. Yoko eventually takes control, hits the crescent kick, sets up for the bonsai drop, but Razor moves out of the way. That's a high crescent kick for Yokes. He could probably do it because he is really good. Yeah. But that is a high crescent <laughs> yeah. kick. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll say he hit him in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> Work in the chest. Makes yeah. sense. There we go. It's brilliant. As, as Yoko's still sitting after he missed the bonsai drop, Razor hits a clothesline off the, sec- off the second rope for the three count. We have a new Intercontinental Champion. Oh, shit. On Raw. On Raw. Razor. A little Razor surprise. A little surprise title victory. What does this mean for Yoko? Stay tuned. Bad times never last. Bad guys do. Razor did just turn face, so he's getting that he's getting that big push yep. as a face now. And what I think is a good vignette, and it makes sense right around Halloween time, is a Money Inc. video package where they are taking candy and charging them for it, just like taxes and stuff. Of course they are. It's like, oh, you wanted you needed ten pieces <coughs> of candy. Well, we're charging you sixty percent, so you only get four. Makes man, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I actually would be hilarious. They're taking candy from babies. Yeah, pretty you much. Got it. Yeah, you know, just keeping them busy. Speaking of busy, this might be a mismatch with the one, two, three kid taking that muckum sing. 
Oh, that's a, that's that, a size mismatch. That's why it might be a mismatch, uh, but, uh, you know, kid's going to be bumping like a boss because Waltman is, he's really, he's under, he might be one of the more underrated guys of all time. Of course. He's great. He, he's, he's good. Um, he, he does get the win, though. Singh's setting him up for, like, a splash against the ring post. Kid moves out of the way. Ring post spot. Kid wins by count out because that makes the most go. sense. I don't think he's going to. It's the, so it's the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten kid. kid. Yes. The ten kid. Yeah. And then uh, Bob Backlund comes in to try to get him in the chicken wing, but the kid escapes to live for another day. Too fast. Too furious. Oh, <laughs> I got three weeks worth of Nate jokes to get out of my system right now. And, uh... Our main event is a promo segment with Brett Noen making a challenge to Hogan and Beefcake for a tag team match. If Hogan and Beefcake win, Hogan will get his title shot at the Survivor Series. Okay. The match is quickly accepted. And going into the third week of Raw, we have the Steiners taking on the Harlem Knights in a non-title match. Interesting matchup here. But the uh, Steiners, they do show strength. Getting the win with Bobby Knight, finally remembered his name. Yep. Mo on the shoulders for the Bulldog double team finish, putting the Steiners over strong in the title match. They didn't want to get Nelson Knight up on the shoulder? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, even, I don't even think even Scott could do that. No. Maybe genetic freak Scott? Uh, I don't know. Nah, probably that's, not. That, that's mm. a lot of weight. Maybe get that Judy Bagwell forklift, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Enough. Tito Santana's in the ring. Scheduled matchup here. Take, supposed to take on the Berserker, but the lights go out. They come back on. Tito's in the chicken wing and gets the stretcher job with oh, the arm break. Oh, man. Putting Backlund over. Backlund's, Backlund's just... Uh, he's on a... He's on a, dis- a rampage. I don't mind it. I mean, that's... Uh, you got the 93 elements with like the mind control thing, but that's also very attitude era. Yeah, just it's, like, it's a blend. It's like yeah. a hybrid. And of all people, it's Bob Backlund, not somebody, you know, in their 20s. Yeah, it's somebody in their it's fine. 40s. But it's a different gimmick for Backlund. Yes. And uh, Sweet Stan and Dr. Tom in the ring for a squash match. They beat Dwayne Gill, Barry Hardy, you know, the the usual suspect of jobbers. Beat him with the rocket launcher. One, two, three. And uh, we have a Bruce Hart health report. Of course, Bruce yeah. got to get his shit in. Of course, he got to get in. He, uh, he received... 21 stitches, so it's more stitches than Brett had from the SummerSlam, of, of course. course. A concussion and several bruised ribs, but will recover. It's probably, he was probably fine, but it's Bruce. He's going <laughs> to exaggerate a little bit. Because why not? He's on the Lloyds of London plan now. <laughs> probably. <a> worked injury. <laughs> That's how he brought Stampede back for the 48th time. Exactly. We get a fun matchup up right here with Terry Taylor taking on the one two three kid. Okay, that get, could be that could be decent. Gets a you know gets a eight minutes. Kid uh, counters the gut wrench power bomb Terry, Terry Taylor was using at that time into a sunset flip for the one two three. Kid, he's not the count out kid this week. <laughs> Next week he might be the win by DQ kid, the Duggan special kid. <laughs> I, I think, he, you know, if he goes against Taz, he could be the tap out kid <laughs> when he taps out. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of tap out, um, Virgil should have never went to the ring because Kevin Nash just squashed him in Nash's debut. Yep. Jackknife powerbomb, one, two, three. 
Then we get a Mr. Perfect vignette, just, you know, doing the old 300 bowling gimmick, the bullseye darts. Yep. The classic stuff. I love that stuff. Hanging out with Wade Boggs. Yeah. Saving Wade Boggs' life. Yeah, you know what happens. Hey. All in a day's work for uh, Kurt Hennig. Hey, he saved it perfectly. And we have a main event promo segment here with the bad guy talking about winning the title, saying he's going to be a fighting champion. So somebody comes out to fight him by the name of Lex Luger. Comes out, forearm, poses with the belt to end the show. So Yoko might be out of the IC title picture right now, but Luger's in. Was this a rematch from your WrestleMania? No, uh, they, uh, I think they worked, they worked a Raw. Okay. Where, uh, Razor got a, got a win where he, that's basically where he turned face. Okay. So, I think that was a September show. I was, I just saw it. Yeah. And then week four here, I screwed up my booking, but that's fine, because it's Raw. We're live! Yep, exactly. Because. Change it right up to the second before you tape. Yeah, yeah, because Tatanka was late to the arena, so it changed that six-man tag to the smoking guns taking on Dr. Tom and Sweet Stan Lane in the Heavenly Bodies. Tatanka running late. That's how Vince covered it, Slash. There you go. Fuck it. Let's not blow a six-man tag off right now. Bodies control the being Southern style, working Southern style. And after a brief comeback, Bart and Ren getting them set up for that Sidewinder finisher, and Cornette... Flap with the racket in the back. We get the DQ finish. Of course. Because. And then it's a four-on-two beatdown because you have Taz in there. Also with Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey. But Marty and Tatanka, who conveniently showed up after the match, comes out and makes a save. Could that be setting up a Survivor Series match there, possibly? I don't know. If it does, that sounds like it actually be a good four one. Four-on-four. Teams of four to settle the score, maybe. The war to settle the score at Survivor Series. (laughs) Got it. Perfect. Actually, perfect's not right now, but we have a squash with Yoko to build him back up. Yoko just creams, I don't know, somebody. Barry Horowitz. That works for me. (laughs) Because actually, Horowitz could bump and go. He'd do exactly what you need to do for for Yoko. Sell. And we're going to sell an America versus Canada debate right now between the Steiners and the Quebecers. It's Vince. He's going to do this. Is this, is this going to be like the Scott Steiner Christmas Whiskey debate? That's exactly what oh, I was kind of thinking when I was doing this, too. Yeah. Oh, going from the main event to debating a Harvard grad. Yep. Way to go, Scott Steiner. And winning the debate. It's Scott Steiner. Yep. He probably, if, if he threw a math equation in there, it's over. It's over. And you get your normal patriotism from both sides. Until, you know, this sports entertainment segment, Ray squirts like maple syrup in their eyes to get the heat. Something, you just something that Vince would book. That's something that Vince would book. Just something stereotypical. And then a quick beat down ensues. And the Quebecers get some heat. Speaking of heat, this match only gets a 10-minute time limit draw, but it would probably be a five-star classic because it's better than a SummerSlam match. It's Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels. Oof. Way better than this, the most disappointing match, I think, of all time was that match at SummerSlam. Was, wasn't Hennig hurt or something? And Sean might have been hurt, too, okay. a little bit. Well, Sean, he was starting to bloat up a little bit. Yeah. Eh, the match was, I mean, it was all right. It wasn't spectacular. But this one is because it's just fast-paced, both guys not hurt, bumping and selling. 
and it turns into a time limit draw as Perfect about to catch Sean in the Perfect Plex, the, the old backdrop stop. Yep. Bell rings, Perfect looks around, Sean, esca- <laughs> Sean escapes, like thinking, like, no, 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 not today. We get Hogan promo for the main event. He already cut it like 64 times already. Yes. If you want to hear it, just replay the earlier segment. <laughs> Like of like fifty. You know what, dude? Here's the thing, man. This Bruce Hart guy, dude. He comes into my locker room, brother, and he tries to come in here thinking he's the top dog, dude. And so I saw him backstage, dude, and 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 I picked up my cell phone, man, because it's 1993. I have the briefcase phone, dude, and I told brother Brudi he needs to call Bret Hart, man, and tell Bret Hart that there's something going on in the parking lot, dude. You need to go. You need to go, man. It's a big emergency, dude. And, and then as soon as he leaves the building, dude, I get Bruce Hart, brother. And I give him a big boot, and it splits his head right open, brother. It took his head right off. Yeah. I think something like that. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think I got the gist of your angle in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also Hogan, so it might be also exaggerated a little bit. Well, you know what, dude? I was on my way to audition to be the bassist for Metallica, dude, and Bruce Hart tried to steal my heat, man, and that's how they ended up with me not there at, at, the, at, at Metallica, dude. And I was actually going to... Uh, Jimi Hendrix was going to open for me uh, at Woodstock, dude, when I was like 15, but my flight got canceled because of Bruce Hart, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're gonna put some pep in this episode. <laughs> I've been I've been saving some Hogan promos for a while here. It's like I've been saving some Nate jokes. The five eyes marks explode. It's like WrestleMania five. Exactly. And uh, Razor has his first title defense now against the model Rick Martel. It's another good match. It's a kind of an extended squash. Razor wins in about six. Gets his you know gets his shit in. Martel gets a little bit of heat, but. Razor's Edge, one, two, three, where Luger officially extends out a challenge for the IC title. We'll see where that goes. We're also getting... No response from Razor yet? Razor was in the ring. Luger's on commentary. Okay, got it. So it wasn't like a promo. Yeah. It was a... Okay. It was to the at-home crowd. Tune in, tune in next week to hear yeah. Razor's response. Tune in, at, ra- tune in on Wrestling Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Papa Shango and Bob Backlund with a video recap, just going over that feud all summer. And they're contemplating what, where is Backlund going to be like going? Why is he? How much bidding is he going to do for Papa Shango? What is Shango's end game in this? Here's the end game for this month of Raw. It's Brett Noen taking on Hogan and Beefcake. A vicious side to the Hulk. I put the Hulker, <laughs> the Hulker and the Beefer. Working Owen, working Owen's ribs, simple strikes, the boots, the kicks, the knees, and bear hugs. Simple stuff, working the ribs. Just, you know, actually decent formula tag. Until uh, Brett gets a hot tag after the insiguri, just absolute loud pop. Brett's going through the five moves of doom, setting up for the elbow, but Hulk pushes him off the buckles, tags in, gets the pin with the leg drop. One, two, three. Pretty much clean as a sheet. Hogan gets his title shot at Survivor Series. That's right, brother. That's contra- contractually obligated. Yep. It's also contractually obligated for me not to pronounce that correctly and to go to WCW. And he takes the belt with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have a Nate joke I, was, I, I thought of when you went there. So why is uh, the tag team of Mick Foley and John F. Kennedy such a big deal? Why are they so over is it something to do with Bang Bang? Because they always go out with a Bang Bang. 
There we go. I'm putting that on the dad joke. There, there we go. That's that's a neat joke extraordinaire. Oh. No, it was actually kind of <laughs> funny. Well, I tried. So, we're going to reset the stage. Uh, when we left WCW, Fall Brawl, War Games, the Four Horsemen suffer their first official loss of the year as Ric Flair finally gets his revenge on Arn Anderson after this entire summer where he was chasing him, makes him submit clean as a whistle to the uh, figure four wrapped around the pole. That's huge. That That's their first loss of the entire year. Yes. And on top of that, we have the heel turn of Sting turning on Ricky Steamboat. And... No real reason given yet. We don't know why. Uh, Sting pummeled Steamboat. The show ended and we start October. And that's what we open with the recap of. Sting beating down Ricky Steamboat. Tony and Larry, I mean, commenting. Tony, I, I can't believe it. I don't know what got into Sting. Maybe, he, you know, he's he just been frustrated. It's been a rough year. He's been in the title picture. And Larry says, well, you know, finally... He's come to his senses, and he's realized Ricky Steamboat's been holding him back this whole time, and he needs to look out for himself only. And we go to an already-in-the-ring Johnny Gunn and Tom Zink versus Ray Trailer and Barry Windham. Go six, seven minutes. Uh, Trailer and Windham get their stuff, and they need some wins. They've eaten a couple high-profile losses. Uh, Trailer gets the, the spinning side slam, one, two, three. Houston Heat with Sherry. Promo against the Nasty Boys and Missy Hyatt. Uh, challenging them to a match at Halloween Havoc. Last time they fought was in a triangle tag match where Harlem Heat took out Fuller and Golden, but the Nasty Boys cheated and took out uh, Houston Heat for their first loss on the roster. That was at Fall Brawl, correct? That was at Fall Brawl. Uh, we now go to it already in the ring, the tag team that's been making waves. Bob Cook and Chick Donovan. Yes! Uh, as they face, not a tag team, not three men, but one man, Sid Vicious. <laughs> also, yes, I love Sid. Uh, old softball Sid. Is Warlord uh, the referee for this? Uh, he's in the crowd, I think. Uh, old softball Sid comes out, power bombs Bob Cook. Rips Chick Donovan over the top rope, power bombs Chick Donovan, stacks him up. One, two, three. He's in and out in less than a minute. Uh, he's he's charging. Uh, he's not charging by the hour. He gets mm. paid salary. Uh, and with that said, we then go to a promo. Harley Vader pre-tape promo, and they've been told by WCW that because of the way the fall brawl match ended with a little bit of cheating and shenanigans. Cactus Jack is still the number one contender for the WCW World Heavyweight title. But this match will be spin the wheel, make the deal. And Cactus doesn't stand a chance. Speaking of Cactus, he faces Paul Orndorff, reviving their rivalry from earlier in the year. This one's going to go a while. This is 15 minutes, pay-per-view quality. You know, Orndorff gets his stuff in, hits a pile driver... Cactus just doesn't, like, Cactus's big thing is he doesn't go down. He just keeps coming, keeps coming, keeps coming. Eventually, he grabs him, and he has a taped fist, and he shoves it in his mouth for a mandible claw yes. as he puts down Paul Orndorff. 
for the knockout victory. First time we've seen that. Uh, yes. And speaking of things that we've seen, Davy Boy Smith versus Steven Regal on Halloween Havoc 93. Where have we seen that rivalry before? Okay. Hmm. Uh, oh, no. We now get a Four Horsemen promo. Medusa, Tully Blanchard, everybody in the ring. Rick Rude starts, says, you know what happened at Fall Brawl? We all know it was a fluke. It's all because that darn Roddy Piper, he came out here. Nobody knew he was even employed by WCW. But they're not going to surprise us ever again. And we're going to get right back to our winning ways. And when you look around, look who's got all the gold. That's right, the horsemen do. Austin, Pillman, they still say the Hellraisers should not have a tag team title opportunity. They're illegitimate. They haven't earned that shot. But even with that, the Hollywood Blondes, they've got the smartest tag team wrestler in the history of the business, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson on their side, teaching them what to do. And they are going to beat them with strategy. Strategy. Strategery. And then Arn Anderson. Ric Flair, you and I will see each other again one day. But for now, Roddy Piper, Halloween Havoc, you don't stand a chance. Arn Anderson, the greatest technical wrestler in the world today, is going to pick you apart. You think you're going to throw rights and lefts on me? Catch you in a spine buster. Show over. October 9th, we kick it off. Next week, number one contenders, Battle Royal for the television championship. Who's going to face Regal at Halloween Havoc? And then we go to the ring. Robert Fuller, Jimmy Golden versus Houston Heat. You know, they had a little bit of a rivalry, kind of a, a mid-card rivalry. And uh, they're going to tie that up here, a good, like, 8-10 minute match. You know, Fuller, Golden will get their stuff in. But eventually, uh, Stevie and Booker T hit the Heat Seeker, the missile dropkick. And that's it. We then get Regal and Sir William in a pre-tape promo. Already dismissing the winner. Of the battle royal is unworthy because we all know a real battle royal would have taken place at the Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> Brilliant. That's where real battle royals take place over in London. And then we get, I mean, this match I'm going to give some time because it's going to be good. Ricky Steamboat, Bobby Eaton. Ooh, hello. Give him some time to work, let him cook. But Bob Steam Cook? But Bob Cook, yeah, uh, he's the road agent. No, <laughs> uh, they're gonna go uh, good 10-15, But Steamboat's got to get his win, you know, get some momentum after Sting turned on him. And after the pro, the um, match, Steamboat gets a mic in the ring. Sting, what's going on? You haven't returned my calls. No one's seen you. Where? What's going on? You've never explained yourself. I need to know what happened, man to man, face to face. Tell me what's going on. Michael Hayes, who's coming out to hold the microphone, says no one's seen Sting. Two weeks. As far as he knows, no one from WCW or Turner Legal has heard from him at all. He's gone completely missing. Hmm. And we get Ric Flair versus Barbarian. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, Flair's going to bump and sell, let Barb do his stuff. Uh, but he's eventually going to poke him in the eye. Schoolboy. One, two, three. <laughs> Good old Ric Flair. 
And as Ric Flair celebrating the win, Steve Austin, Brian Pillman, Arn Anderson, Rick Rude rush the ring. But Roddy Piper, Road Warrior Hawk, and the Power Warrior are right behind him. Four on four, Babyface is clean house, and they're staring down at the heels as the show goes off the air. Now we're in October 16th. Number one contenders battle royal tonight, and next week we will announce Cactus Jack Vader stipulation as we spin the wheel, make the deal on Saturday night. We start out Hellraisers versus an already in the ring Texas Lazager and Shanghai Pierce. Uh, I don't like their odds. Uh, I don't like their odds either because it's going to go in about three minutes. Uh, Suzaki's going to get Shanghai up. Hawk's going to come off the top. Doomsday device. One, two, three. As uh, the bells ring and Hawk gets up, makes the title belt motion around his waist, and it says, Halloween Havoc, it's ours. We then get, uh, I believe the first match I've had him here on Saturday night, Roddy Piper versus Scotty Flamingo. Ooh, and we're that's gonna, a little Portland uh, yeah, we got, we, there. we got we got some uh, uh, Owen Territory stuff going on here, Don Owen Territory, Portland. Uh, and it's going to go 6-7. You know, Scotty's going to do his stalling, going to do his heel shtick. But Piper's going to be a step ahead of him the whole time. And eventually, uh, Scotty's going to go for a clothesline. Piper's going to duck, wrap around, sleeper, put him out. No, no submission. He's just going to night-night time. And Piper cuts a promo. Arn Anderson, Halloween Havoc, you better right now. Kiss your title goodbye, because you're not going to be awake to do it at Halloween Havoc. I'm putting you out cold. Just like that. Battle Royal time. Our contenders, Two Cold Scorpio, Davey Boy Smith, Paul Orndorff, Marcus Bagwell, Tom Zink, Barbarian Bill Irwin, Dick Slater, Chris Benoit, Brad Armstrong, Bobby Eaton, Diamond Dallas Page. One of those things is not like the other. Who's not like the other? Bill Irwin. Hey, he's a big guy for a battle royal. <laughs> we need somebody needs to throw. And out. the first one out is Bill Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> and Chick Donovan just came in to yeah. eliminate him. Oh, uh, we get to a final four: Too Cold, Davy Boy, Orndorff, and Benoit. Is our final mm, four? That's a good final four. Yeah. Um, Too Cold ends up getting a pile driver from Orndorff. He's laid out. Benoit and Orndorff double team on Davy Boy Smith, and uh, Davy starts to make a comeback. Orndorff dick kick City throws him out, so no rematch for Davy. He does not get another shot at the TV title. Um, but as he's doing that, Too Cold gets up, throws Orndorff over the top. Last two, Benoit, Too Cold, where it all begins again, <laughs> dating way back to Super Brawl. The match that inspired this series when Turner yeah. and I watched it years ago in his basement. Is it? I just listened to that pod not too long uh, ago either. Love that match. Great match. And uh, it goes back and forth. I'm gonna have them have like a little mini match, six seven minutes back and forth. Everybody's gonna get their stuff in. Uh, eventually, Benoit hits a German suplex, goes up top, slips on the top rope though, and Too Cold gets up, drop kicks him off the top to the ground. Too Cold Scorpio wins number one contender. Steven Regal, who's been sitting at the commentary desk, comes up into the ring with Sir William. Too Cold offers him a handshake. Regal sticks out his right hand and brass knucks him with the left. Ah, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Lays them out, and that's our show. We start off with uh, Tony and Larry spin the wheel, make the deal in a huge main event tag team match. Preview to Halloween Havoc. Ric Flair and Roddy Piper versus Rick Rude and Arn Anderson. Ooh. Is this the this is the go home show, correct? This is the this will be the go home show. Uh, I actually pushed Halloween Havoc back a week to actually be on Halloween, but we'll talk about what happens to next week's Saturday night in just a moment. <coughs> so this will be the go home show. We cut to the ring. Eric Bischoff is in the ring with the wheel covered by a black sheet, and he calls out Harley Race, Vader, and Cactus Jack. Cactus rips off before they even talk and goes to spin the wheel, but Vader grabs him by the arm and says, No, no, no. Champion spins the wheel. And they're about to fight right there in the ring. There's some shoving. Harley's in there. Refs come in, start splitting everything up. And Bischoff said, No, 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 no. Cactus, Cactus. He's right. He's right. It. it Vader, Vader does get the spin. Champion spins. So they back it off, separate them, and spin the wheel. Goes around and lands on barbed wire cage match. Oh, boy. <laughs> barbed wire will be wrapped around the top of the steel cage. You win by submission or pinfall inside the ring. No escape. Literally, no escape. There's yeah. barbed wire. You're not escaping. And no door either, then. <laughs> no door. Well, yeah. Yeah, no door. I'm going to say no door. I'm going to say they lower it from the... They lower it they lower the match it. there. I, I like it. Uh, and I closed out my phone. There we go. Yeah. And then we go uh, into the ring. Marcus Bagwell, Johnny B. Bad, facing off against the tag team champions, Brian Pillman and Steve Austin. And Tony Schiavone says they better take a good look at those titles because this might be the last time they defend those titles successfully. And this match is going to go a little while. Uh, I mean, Bagwell and Johnny B. Bad are not the same level, but, you know, I'm not burying them. They're competent. Yeah, they're going to get some stuff. They're going to get some moves in. Uh, but eventually, Austin catches Bagwell, stun gun, one, two, three. And then, we go to the ring. Greg Ganya is in the ring. Oh, no. Uh, holding some sort of uh, paper, it's like a folder, almost like a legal folder in his hand. And he calls out Ricky Steamboat. Hmm. Steamboat comes out like confused, like what's going on? Why why are you calling me out, Ganya? What's 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 the deal? And uh, Ganya says, "I'm here on behalf of WCW Legal to read a statement from the wrestler formerly known as Sting." He insists no one call him by that name, as that is not as who he is, not who he is any longer. Anyone violating that will be taken to civil court. As that name is his copyrighted intellectual property and must no longer be used. And Steamboat is just, what? What is going on? And Ganya says, also, the wrestler formerly known as Sting, says he would like to see you, Halloween Havoc, bring your tights. Hmm. And Steamboat says it's on. I'm just I'm just seeing the man firmly called Sting dressed up like Prince when he was a symbol. <laughs> well, <laughs> dressed up like Prince Iakeo was. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we now go to our second match of the night, which will be our main event. Promo Ric Flair show. and Roddy Piper versus Arn Anderson and Rick Root. This match is going 25 minutes. Because Road Warrior Hawk and the Power Warrior get seats at ringside to ensure nothing goes on. 
So they're already cutting off any interference. But Medusa and Tully Blanchard are there. And we get, I mean, back and forth, back and forth. The heels keep trying to cheat. They keep getting caught. They keep getting cut off. Eventually, Arn goes for a DDT. Piper pushes away. Comes back in. Arn gets caught. Sleeper put out right in the middle of the Ooh. ring. Clean. Ooh. Austin and Pillman run out. Power Warrior and Road Warrior stand up. Look at them. The show goes off the air. We're out of time. Next week... This is a real event that happened. The Atlanta Hawks face the Orlando Magic in the NBA's first ever game from London. On Saturday, October 30th, 1993. It was a preseason game. But I'm thinking that preempts WCW Saturday night. And it just works out because I didn't want to do five Saturday nights this month. Perfect. Exactly. Kurt Henning. We start out Halloween Havoc with Jesse Ventura. Tony Schiavone. Tony says this could be one of the most explosive nights in the history of World Championship Wrestling. All the titles are on the line. And Jesse said, you know what? I'm really looking forward to this wrestler formerly known as Sting. I think he's finally woken up and understood these fans don't give a damn about him. And he's got to look out for himself. You know that, Tony? And I'll tell you also what. You know what's going to happen is the four horsemen are going to clean house tonight. They're going to get revenge for Fall Brawl, and they're going to hold all the gold at the end of the night. <laughs> we'll see about that, Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> and out of the ring! Uh, where we have Ron Simmons versus Sid Vicious in a previously unannounced match. And that sounds like a good hoss battle. It's going to be a little hoss battle. I'm going to give them five or six minutes. Uh, Ron's going to go for the power slam. But he just can't quite get him around. He eats an elbow. Eats a kick to the gut. Powerbomb. Sid goes over. Sid just keeps stacking up them wins. And the only person he's lost to it cleanly is Cactus. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of keeping him protected. Sid, Sid's still getting a pretty big push. Now we get Booker and Stevie with Sherry versus Sags and Knobs with Missy. Sags and Knobs get a little bit of an advantage early. And Booker T and Stevie try to get a comeback. Missy Hyatt tries to cut him off. And Sherry grabs her. And we have a cat fight. Cat fight. Cat fight. Cat, cat fight. fight. Cat fight. But the here's young the thing. Joey Styles takes notes. Sherry knows how to fight. Yeah. So Missy gets her. She gets beat. <laughs> and that gives uh, Booker and Stevie the edge they need to go over. Baby faces win. Uh, Houston Heat goes over. Um, kind of establishing themselves as... Uh, one of the top babyface teams in the tag division. We now go to Steven Regal with Sir William versus Too Cold Scorpio. And Regal tries to stall. Scorpio tries to go fast. So it's a battle of pacing. And they're trying to get their, their uh, pacing on. Uh, eventually, Scorpio gets a big drop kick. Goes to the top for the 450. Sir William kind of grabs him by the leg. Eats a boot. But as he does, Regal gets up. Climbs the top rope, belly to belly off the top rope. Then locks in the STF, gets the win. Regal retains. He has had this belt since January. Regal's been longtime champ. Yeah. Uh, as as it should be. We have not had a title change in a long time. Yeah, this Uh, is definitely interesting. 
Now, speaking of potential title changes, <laughs> we go to the tag team title match. Pillman, Austin versus Road Warrior Hawk and Power Warrior. With Ozzy Osbourne! <laughs> Son of a bitch, let's do it! Yeah. It's Halloween Havoc. Yeah. They're getting a special entrance. Yeah. Special entrance in New Orleans. They're going to make a big deal out of this. He's doing their theme, Hellraiser. He probably forgets the lyrics if he's anything like Lemmy would. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lemmy. They bring him out every once in a while for a Triple H entrance. And he's like, I haven't listened to this song since I recorded it. <laughs> I was only 60% drunk when I recorded this song. I'm 86% yes. <laughs> now. Yeah, it's like, I, we, they don't perform that song. No. So, yeah. Uh, they get their big entrance, and they are just dominating. I mean... Everything Austin and Pillman try just just doesn't work. They're just outmatched. They're the, the strength is too much. The power is too much. And eventually, Kensuke gets Pillman up on his shoulders, and he's taking him over to his corner. Slap, tag in Hawk. Hawk goes to the top. Tully grabs Kensuke's leg. He eats a kick, and as he does. Hawk off the top towards Pillman. Pillman rolls forward. Hawk eats shit. Uh, Kensuke rolls out of the ring. Pillman rolls up Hawk, grabs the tights. One, two, three. Oh, they steal it. They steal it. Absolutely stolen. But they survive. Hawk pops right up. Cannot believe it. Cannot believe it. And then we get Ricky Steamboat coming out to the ring, doing his normal stick. And then his opponent. The lights go dim. No music. Hmm. Coming out in long pant, black tights, black face paint, dark hair. His opponent. The wrestler, formerly known as Sting, Steve Borden. All black. Not like crow black, just... Straight I mean the, black. The, the same kind of pattern he used for his face paint, just black with maybe like a little gray in there, but it's it's basically the surfer Sting pattern, but in black and dark gray. Same with the haircut and everything? Uh, the hair's a little bit longer. Picture like 96 Sting. Like oh, when he was a, starting to grow it yeah, out? Yeah, he's had a month to grow it out. Uh, so, like, Bash at the Beach 96 Sting yeah. for, for the hair. Um, and Steamboat tries to wrestle, and Borden fights. And, you know, fists and kicks. And, you know, Steamboat tries to use his speed. But, you know, he's almost as fast. Yeah. And he's stronger. And eventually, crossbody, caught, power slam... Scorpion Deathlock, and he's locked it in. Steamboat submits, and he l- keeps going, and keeps going, keeps going. Nick Patrick tries pulling him off. He shoves Nick Patrick, and he keeps it on, and he keeps it on. Patrick rings the bell again. Disqualification victory, Ricky Steamboat. Borden doesn't care. He lets it go. He flips him over and starts punching him. In the face, just punching him, punching him, punching him. He flips him over, giving him time to blade as he poses. Turns around, blood. Takes the blood, 
smears it into the mat with his face and leaves. I like this vicious side of Steve Borden. I, I almost said the, the wrestler formerly known as yeah. Sting. You can say that. The man called Steve. Is that yep. it? Yep. <laughs> no theme. No theme. Yeah, no music yeah, at that, all. Is that going to be on the WCW Rock Jam, The Man Called Steve? <laughs> exactly. Or is it just going to be three minutes of uh, silence? The man formerly known as Sting. <laughs> three minutes of silence? Yes. Uh, we now go Arn Anderson with Tully Blanchard versus Roddy Piper. United States title on the line. Piper comes out fist of fury. You know, rat to tat to tat pop, 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 punch, punch, punch. And, and Arn just tumbles outside and regroups with Tully. And uh, comes back in, eats some more punches. And, I mean, Piper's, you know, rocking and rolling, rocking and rolling. Takes Arn a while. Eventually he backs up in the corner and is kind of almost pulling a flare. You know, no, 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 no. Piper goes to pick him up. He pulls him into the turnbuckle. Yep, classic. Yep. And gets, gets his heat. Um, starts building up, building up, building up. And uh, he whips him off. Goes for the spine buster, but as he's in midair, Piper spins around, puts him in the sleeper, and Arn's panicking. You can tell. He's panicking. He's freaking out. He doesn't know what's going on, and he's backing up, and he slams him into the turnbuckles. Nothing. He slams him into the turnbuckles. Nothing. He can't break it. And he's panicking, and he's trying, and he starts going down, and, and, and they lift the arm. One. And they lift the arm. Two. They lift the arm and no! No, Arn's not going down. He gets up to his feet and he backs up into the ropes and they tumble out of the ropes to ringside. Bam! Break the hold. I like Arn doing like the babyface stick right there. A little bit. He breaks bit. the hold. And Arn, because he landed on top, he kind of gets up first. He looks at Piper. He starts walking backstage, <laughs> and Piper chases after him, starts fighting, and they're fighting in the ramp, and they start going backstage. Double count out. Uh, Piper special. Yes, the Piper Duggan special. Piper Duggan special. <laughs> and they brawl to the back. Double DQ. You know what I said, Tody? The horsemen are going to come with all the gold. I'm telling you, they're two for two so far. As we're going to the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Rick Rude with Medusa versus Ric Flair. With nobody. With nobody in his corner. No one to back him up. Flair comes out. Rude comes out. And they start going at it. And Medusa gets the distraction. Rude gets on top. Dominating. Flair doing his, you know, his signature bumps. Taking the spots. Uh, going at it, and eventually, Irish whip into the corner. Flair does his bump, lands on the apron, runs to the other corner, gets on top, and hits That's the double axe handle because he's a baby face. <laughs> yeah. He hits it. He hits it. And well, he geez. starts going to town, strutting, chopping, throwing, uh, hitting a chop block, doing his, his Flair stuff. I mean, so Nate just gestured it. It says a sign uh, in this. Actual Halloween Havoc. Stunning Steve Austin is the wrestler of the 90s. Well, not wrong. Well, wasn't Stunning Steve, but Steve Austin is that, is that, was. Did, did they have the... Uh, the wrestler of the 90s. Did they have the uh, book that uh, Biff Tannen had from <laughs> Back to the Future? No kidding. The, that uh, prediction? It's like water is wet. Yep. With that, Ric Flair making his comeback. Medusa comes up 
And in a spot that would not go over in 2023, but does in 93, Flair grabs Medusa and puts a big old kiss on her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! But as she drops up from behind, bam, forearm to the back. And Rude grabs him, hooks him, spins for the Rude Awakening. And as he does, Flair grabs the rope. Rude drops. Rude pops back up. Chop, chop, chop. Body slam. He tries to get up. Chop block from behind. He starts kicking the knee, kicking the knee, kicking the knee. Spins. Figure four in the middle of the ring. Rude's fighting it and fighting it and fighting it. And Rude just keeps ripping back. And Flair arches his back higher and higher and higher. And Rude submits. Flair is your new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Rude has held this belt since January. Undefeated. New champion. Ric Flair. Wow. Big gold belt. Where it belongs. And now... Put the, the, the ominous music. Dun, 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 dun. The cage lowering the gimmick. The cage lowers. Big Van Vader with Harley Race versus Cactus Jack in a barbed wire steel cage for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. And as this match is about to begin before they make the announcements, Cody, I've just heard from backstage Eric Bischoff's in my ear. He says... Starcade main event will be the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, whoever that is at the time, versus the WCW World Heavyweight Champion, whoever that is at the time. In a unification match for the world titles at Starcade main event. Yeah, that's the stakes that are on the line. There's still one clash to survive. But, Vader, Cactus Jack, potential main event, Starcade on the line. And Cactus starts out, House of Fire. Bam, 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 going at it, going at it. He actually gets Vader down. And through a little trick, has enough room in between the cage and the apron to pull the apron back. And starts pulling weapons out. <laughs> he pulls a steel chair out. He pulls a trash can lid out. He pulls a baseball bat out. And starts going to town with the weapons. Invader, to his credit, kind of eats some of them. And eventually, kind of puts his shoulder in and rams Cactus into the cage. And he starts taking control and hitting his shit. And hitting his shit. And he takes, and he puts a steel chair down in the middle of the ring and he... Belly to belly suplexes him right onto the steel chair. One, two, kick out. Pulls him to the corner with the steel chair still below him. Gets up on the middle rope. Vader bomb. Miss. Bam! Right onto the steel chair. And Cactus cracks him with the uh, trash can lid and drags him to the middle of the ring and starts climbing the cage. And he climbs the cage. And he gets to the top in the corner. He puts his hand on the barbed wire. He's got a little bit of tape on there. But he puts his hand on the barbed wire. And squeezes. And you can see the blood drip out. And he does it on the other one. And he puts himself on the top rope. And Tony says, he did this. He did this at the Clash. 
He did this at the clash to Paul Orndorff. Cactus gets on the top of the cage and does an elbow drop from the top of the cage on to Vader. And he hits it clean. Ooh. One, two, kick out. Oh, Vader doesn't go down. Cactus doesn't know what to do. So he picks him up and he goes for a double arm and he hooks him for the DDT but Vader turns it into a back body drop. Puts him down. Vader gets back up. Pissed at this point. Absolutely furious. And he starts stiffing Cactus and stiffing Cactus and stiffing Cactus. And he throws his face into the cage and when he pulls him up, Crimson Mass. Oh yeah. Crimson Mass. Just juiced. Vader takes a big old paw swipe and rubs the blood on the side of his face. Just looking just absolutely brutal. It's looking like a grizzly bear. And he picks him up and he power bombs him once. Picks him up, power bombs him twice. Picks him up, power bombs him three times. Climbs the top rope. Moonsault. Bam! Fader puts away Cactus Jack. In Barely. a bloody barbed wire cage match end Halloween Havoc and set up the road to Starcade. That's a big time road. We got some whoo. There's some twists and turns there. Yeah. Survivor Series next podcast. Survivor Series is up. With a clash. With a clash. November's a big month. November's a big month. And I mean by the end of next week we'll know where your your end plans are. We'll definitely know what Starcade's heading. But that's all we got this week. See ya. We're out of time!